This is the Dealer News Today podcast, the podcast for automotive executives and the professionals who support them. Hey, everybody. I hope you are having an absolutely great day. Welcome to another episode of Dealer News Today, coming to you from the DNT headquarters, and I'm glad you are with us. We're deep into season three, folks, so we got plenty of past episodes that you could listen to if you haven't yet. Head over to dealernewstoday.com or wherever you get your podcasts, and you can listen. And make sure you follow the show on Instagram, at Dealer News Today. You know, leave a like, follow along, leave a comment. You know how it goes. As always, I'm your host, Derek D. You can go to DerekD.com for all my stuff if you'd like to learn a little more about me. But for right now, we're going to learn a lot more about my next guest, who's a very interesting guy. He's an entrepreneur, an international automotive expert, Originally from Germany, speaks fluent in German, and he's the owner of Shiftgate Consulting, as well as a new hot sauce brand that marries cars and hot sauce. Yeah, you heard that correctly. We're going to hear all about that. So let me introduce you to John Steck. What's up, John? Great. Thank you, Derek. Thank you for the introduction. Yeah, you got it. John, how are you doing? So where where do you live right now? Where are you? I am sitting in Manhattan at the oh. ground floor in an apartment building. So you might hear some authentic New York City traffic <laughs> noise in the background periodically. Oh, that's great. I'm in Jersey. So, you know, we're we're both that's East good. Coast and very close. I'm in the city all the time. Well, I was in it a lot more before all the COVID stuff. And just I do a lot of things from home now. But um, all right. So, yeah. are you Now, you're not originally from New York, right? I heard you got a pretty extensive background. Exactly. Exactly. I was actually born in Germany <laughs> and I immigrated to the United States when I was younger. And then with my family, moved all over the United States and then subsequently with my own career, moved across the states as well as across several oceans um, (laughs) during the (laughs) the span of of an automotive career. Yeah, well, you know, I think it's pretty, you know, being in the automotive industry for so long and, you know, me being very familiar with it and working, you know, hosting a show for many years, not this one, another one called Fastlane Daily for almost a decade, uh, you know, you, you speak German fluently and you know, in the car world, that's that's convenient because a lot of really good German automotive brands out there. Exactly. And you exactly. used to work for one. You worked for Mercedes, correct? I did. I did work for Mercedes. And it was really an advantage um, to, to speak German and to, to be between the two cultures, the American and the German culture, because yeah. I, I worked both for Mercedes-Benz and for Daimler Chrysler, for Chrysler during oh, that right. era, um, yeah. which, which was invaluable in being able to try to bridge those two cultures. Uh, something which the the company had always struggled with at that time. Yeah. So you, I mean, that, that is, that's interesting, you know, to be able to bridge the gap like that. I've always wondered that every time I've been at like the Frankfurt auto show or something, or been over in Germany, I've been like, man, I just, cause you would start talking to someone and then they would start talking to you and well, they would start talking to you in German and like, Oh, I'm American. And then boom, they would just speak English. I'm like, man, I wish I could do that. I wish I could just speak German to you. You know, it's like, seems like everywhere else you go, everyone else speaks English, but you know, I just know a little bit of Italian and Spanish and that's about it. It is. It is. It, and and <laughs> it, it is a talent. And, and it's very fortunate that I that I have that. It actually opened a lot of doors throughout the, the course of my career. Yeah, I bet. Establishes better relationships, I think, which is great. And your career, 28 plus years in the automotive industry, right? Exactly. Exactly. And you were a VP at Volvo among a bunch of other titles there, right? Uh, I was. I was. It was a really fun and interesting experience. I was responsible for the Latin America region, as well as the Canadian market at that time, uh, with an opportunity to travel around and to meet a lot of people in a lot of different countries. Um, always fascinating to, to see that and, and how the auto industry you know, is similar and different across different countries. Yeah, oh, def- it definitely is. And it's, uh, it's, it's cool to, to witness when you actually go to those other countries. 
Um, so your 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 background, you have a you have a bachelor's in chemistry, right, and German from Bucknell, and then you went and got your MBA at a uh, University of New Hampshire. I did, I did, and the chemistry it always throws people when I when I say that. But that's cool because um, I want to come back to that in a second when we start talking about the hot sauce company. Exactly. <laughs> there is a certain mad scientist element to that. Yes. Right. For sure. Um, so let me ask you this, though. This is just a basic question. What's what's a typical day for John Steck look like right now? Like what's today? It's Wednesday. We're recording this. But what's like a normal day for you? Well, I um, I operate a, a small consultancy, automotive consultancy. It has international clients, um, Shiftgate Consulting. Right. And so I, I quite often start early in the morning and have conference calls with, with a number of different countries um, in the morning. And then the, the U.S. calls tend to be in the afternoon. Um, hmm. One of the businesses is vehicle product placement in film and TV. So oh, really? That one, that one generates um, quite some interesting calls, I, I can tell you. And it's something that, that I'm growing together with two partners. And, you know, we, we continue to have a lot of discussions and, and we look at a variety of scripts, screenplays, and and see what what's coming and what makes sense uh, for for car makers to you know to make an investment and to build awareness around a particular new vehicle. Oh wow! So so it's more so a company has a new vehicle coming out or a new EV or uh, vehicle coming out. Correct. And correct. you and bridge the gap between the company and a uh, a film using it to promote it in their to promote that car in their film. Exactly. Exactly. So what I'm trying to do is take take these 28 years of experience in the auto industry, where I, I know the brands, I understand where brands are trying to, to move with their brand image. And, and I also understand what's in their product pipeline. And, and I try to then marry that knowledge together with what's in the, the film industry pipeline with, with the studios or production companies where, where um, my company has agreements. And we try to bring the perfect film for the perfect product launch uh, in, in order to build the best awareness um, at, at a, at a, um, for an audience that, that makes complete sense for, for that particular automotive brand and, and vehicle. Can you give that's really cool. Can you give me an example of a, a film that you, you know, that you worked on, that you placed these, these cars in? I, I wish I could do that. Um, we're, we're still building this business, my partners and I. So we have um, three projects that are in the pipeline, but unfortunately I can't talk about them at this uh, Right, at this exactly, moment. yeah. The, the films, uh, suffice it to say, would be out in 2022 and 2023. And at some point I'd be able to talk about it, but not right now. That's really cool though. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, besides hosting uh, uh, this and, you know, I've hosted many things, but most notably Fastlane Daily, daily show mm-hmm. about car news, but funny. Uh, I'm an actor, comedian, host myself. So that always interests, interests me, you know, when you, you know, you, you're marrying the automotive industry with the film industry and connecting, you know, um, automotive companies with film studios. That's that that interests me a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. It, it, it's a lot of fun. And I'm, you know, it, it's something very new to me. I, I don't know anything about the entertainment industry. And I'm very thankful for my for my partners who who are educating me there and I'm educating them about the automotive industry and they're vastly different but at the same time right. they're they're these common interests in an overlap zone that that makes complete and total sense. Yeah, that's very true. Hey, what uh what, what I know I'll teach you and what you know you you could teach me. It's good, it's a good way to be, good way to yeah. you know learn. So with Shiftgate Consulting, you mainly deal in the EV space, is that correct? I, uh, tell me a little more about absolutely. that. Absolutely. There's there's a there's such a transition going on right now. I think with every day that you that you open up 
uh, different blogs or articles or podcasts, you know, you, you hear more and more about, about EVs coming and, and you hear about the benefits. You also hear, of course, about the, the concerns with, sure. with regards to materials and cost of batteries and, and where does all the electricity come from? And range anxiety. And, and, mm. and range anxiety, <laughs> of course, of course. Although, although I think that one is slowly starting to fade, if you will. Um, as, as, as the technologies is. Yeah. Improved. Just need more and more charging stations, you know? Ex- exactly. And, and, and what I'm, what I'm doing um, is with, with my clients, I'm, I'm trying to help them um, uh, ease customers into that adoption process through, through a variety of different, of different channels. Again, I'm, I'm under NDA, so I can't talk about the project specifically. Right. Um, but, but these are companies that are not directly in the automotive space but they do have a big vested interest in people moving into um, the the EV market and to and to adopt electric vehicles. Yeah, so it sounds like you know Shiftgate Consulting has its hands uh, in a bunch of different things automotive related. I mean, you have like exactly. the the, uh, the EV yep. side of things, but also this film industry thing you got going on where you supply cars for studios and such, and a bunch more. So, you know, pretty uh, pretty pretty eclectic. <laughs> you know, hey, were you always a car person and just? carried that into your business side of things or was being a car person kind of came later in life? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I, I always did love cars. Um, yeah. you know, the I like earliest, to hear that. the earliest pictures you can find of me, um, as, as a little kid is, is on a car, you know, like a, a riding toy or holding a, a toy car. Um, and it's always fun to, to share those yeah. And, you know, getting into the car business, as, as you mentioned earlier, I studied chemistry in college. I didn't think about going in the car business. I, I just took for granted that cars showed up at a dealership and, <laughs> and, and you bought that there. But I never thought about all of the incredible work that goes into bringing the car yeah, it's a lot. into fruition. And um, it was purely by happenstance that I met an automotive executive um, at the University of New Hampshire. He was one of the... Um, the trustees of the university. And we sat next to each other at a luncheon. This was during the, um, the crisis in the early 1990s uh, when we had the, this recession. There were, there were no internships available, but he offered me one. And I, nice. I worked at his, uh, it was an automotive supplier and I worked at this supplier and I suddenly understood this is what I want to do. I, I want to work in the automotive industry. So I, I used chemistry at first. Uh, as as that, so? that leverage, um, the company worked on on a variety of interior trim products. So it was plastics and different. Ah. And so I was I was in a go between between the technical people and the purchasing folks at the OEMs, and I was translating the the tech speak into uh, English <laughs> that the purchasing uh, um, representatives of the OEMs would speak, and that that was my beginning. And um, I grew it from there and eventually moved over to an OEM myself. Oh, wow. And the OEM you went to first was? Was Mercedes-Benz. Was Mercedes-Benz. Mercedes-Benz. Right. So, so, you, so you said you always were a car person. I always, find, I always think that's great when I interview people. And sometimes people are like, you know what? I just kind of love the business side of things. And I always didn't really, you know, wasn't necessarily into cars. But when someone says like, no, no, I loved cars and they, they got in it, I, I do appreciate that because I love cars too. You know, you said you live in New York City right now. 
Do you have a car there? I do. I do. You're going to have to really try hard to pry my hands off the steering wheel. Um, <laughs> That's how gonna, do you have a, do you have your own garage or you have it parked? Somewhere? I have it parked. I have it parked. It's it's kind of an interesting journey because I I live in Manhattan, but my car is parked in Long Island City, which is across the East River. Oh, so I have to go through yep. a walking uh, a ferry process across the the river, uh, and then another five minute <laughs> walk. But um, it's worth it. it. It costs half as much to park a car in Long Island City. Um, oh, then it does in Manhattan. But it's, Absolutely. Uh, but it's still it's it. You know, weekends I try to get out of the city, and and um, and it, it's also tied eventually to the hot sauce, which which we can talk about because um, I need a car to uh, to to go to the production site. Oh, that yeah, absolutely. So, what what is uh, if you don't mind me asking, what kind of car is it? Your, it's your daily driver, I'm assuming. If you you don't drive daily, but when you do, correct, drive. correct. So, at the moment, I have a um, a Volvo C30. Um, I feel in a way oh. being an entrepreneur, right? I'm, I'm bootstrapping businesses. I'm I'm trying to grow this organically. Um, so I have a, uh, uh, basically like an 11 year old Volvo C30 with a manual transmission, two door coupe. Nice. It feels like I'm going back to college. I, like, is that the one I might be mistaken. Is that the one that has the, kind of like that flat back? Yep, it it look, yep, exactly. It's styled somewhat yeah, it's like, like, on the, an angle. Uh, like the, the P1800 wagon. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The C30. Oh, that's, that's cool. I love that it's manual too. Cause it's especially driving manual in the city. That's more fun. Exactly. And it's, it's one of the best uh, anti-theft <laughs> mechanisms that you have nowadays. Nobody knows. Oh yeah. <laughs> sure. Cause no one could drive it. You know, it's, it's funny. One of the first times I was driving manual, uh, I was in the city and they were like, okay, just get this car out of the city. Like if you want to learn manual, tell someone you need to drive out of Manhattan. So you're just forced to make it work. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, I actually, um, you know, one one of my stations, one of my stops along the way in my career. I lived in Moscow, Russia, for for about seven years, and um, oh wow, I did Do you speak have, Russian as well. I, I definitely learned Russian. I was enough to be dangerous and enough enough to to have the um, the staff and the company um, nervous when I walked by them in the hall. They would they would <laughs> be talking, and I would just make a comment about what they were saying, and then they got nervous and quickly scattered and went back to work. There but, you go, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, I, I learned how to uh, to drive a manual. Really, um, not learned how to drive the manual, but rather learned how to cope with the traffic. Driving a manual in, in Moscow, which has some oh, of the I... most horrific traffic uh, on yeah. the planet. Uh, one one time, I had to drive two hours in, in stop and go traffic uh, with a with a Jeep Wrangler and a manual, which. I can tell you, I had an extremely strong workout on my left leg. On I was that. about to say, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you get the, definitely a good workout. Being, being in traffic with manual does suck. That is that is no fun <laughs> exactly. at all. But anyway, you know, it's always fun driving manual and talking uh, car stuff with car guys. But talk to me a little bit about Left Lane Pepper Company. It's kind of like you're, you know, you, uh, where, where, because you love hot. I love hot sauce and I love cars and I know. You love cars and you work in the automotive industry. So where do the two meet? You know, left lane pepper company, where do cars and hot sauce meet I think in the middle? I think there's a natural intersection between between people who are who are car enthusiasts and 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 hot sauce uh, lovers. I, I think <laughs> I think there's a natural intersection there. At first, when people hear it, they they scratch their heads. And then as you talk about it a little bit, you, you there's this understanding, this glimmer of understanding that comes and says, you know what? It is. There's a natural intersection there right you have you have tailgates you're driving 
across country. It's, it's a journey. You're stopping for food. You're trying different hot sauces in different parts of the country because they're different tastes and flavors depending on, on where you go. So there's this, I think there's a, a very natural intersection there. And um, besides, it's, it's what I know. I, I, I know cars and, um, and I love hot sauce. So I'm, I'm building something based on what I know and love. And, and I believe that there are, are hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people who feel the same way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love a hot sauce of all kinds and I, and I love cars. Um, does, does your chemistry background come into play here at all with, you know, the, the, the recipe or, or how you concocted the sauce? I think it does. I think this is where you have that, this merging of my background. So, so the company, first of all, is called Left Lane Pepper Company. And left lane pepper company basically signifies where I spend my time when I drive. Um, I, I, left lane. <laughs> I drive too fast. Uh, Especially I, will, in Germany. I will admit that on, on a podcast. Um, I drive too fast. Yes, I think there is a genetic factor of being born in Germany. Um, that's that's part of that. And then the chemistry. I've, I've always enjoyed cooking. And I and I always looked at the cooking process as, as a type of chemistry, adding the different ingredients, being precise and and so on. And, and somehow those two intersected really well. And um, it, during COVID, it, when we had all of the, the shutdowns in New York State last year, my, my very favorite um, and my, my, my business partner, our favorite uh, Mexican restaurant was a small family taqueria with four tables. They had the best arbol pepper hot sauce. And when they closed down for several months, you know, our source dried up. We had no hot sauce. So what do you do? You start a company. You know, if, if the <laughs> yeah, stuff you'd be you, an entrepreneur and be like, you know what? I want it. I'll make it myself. Exactly. Exactly. So, so I really started to, to work on the formulations together with, with my partner. We spent a lot of hours on, on weekends, um, you know, making the, 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 the different flavors. And now we have four different flavors. All of it is automotive themed. Um, you know, so for example, you mentioned range anxiety earlier. So we have, we have, uh, one sauce that's made out of an arbol pepper, which was the one that started everything. Uh, and it's called Range Anxiety Arbol Pepper Hot Sauce. <laughs> and, and it always gets you to your flavor destination. You have no, ah. you have no fear of, of, of running out. Look at that. So where, where can people, is this available now? Can people get this now? It is. It is. Uh, we actually launched <coughs> our website last week. Um, so there is time to order this uh, prior to What's the, the website? To the holidays. The website is leftlanepeppercompany.com. Nice and easy. It's it's online. There's a store there, um, and you can get uh, the four different flavors. It's in different packages, uh, you know, three packs, four packs, and even five packs. And um, you can also get some swag there, some some t-shirts and, and sweatshirts and so on, just to show off the brand and show that you're part of the community. Nice. So your your business partner does he have a background in 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 culinary arts or? Hot sauces in general, or is he a car guy too? And was like, "Hey, ah, let's make <laughs> first first a correction. It is a she. Oh, and, she. Um, my apologies. I, my partner. She um she has a background in uh, interior design, and she works um, right now in uh, construction management, um, and uh, for a large uh, real estate management company. And uh, she's very creative. Uh, she's also an incredibly good project manager. So she um, mm. is, is is great with follow-up on, on all the different topics that it takes to set up a new business. Uh, fantastic following up with our suppliers. Uh, so, so for example, we know in the auto industry, there's a lot of issues um, with, with supply chain uh, problems. Um, right, yeah. You know, we couldn't find five-ounce glass bottles. Uh, the normal suppliers on the East Coast were out, and there's no 
knowledge of the in the foreseeable future when they will get the supply back. Jeez, and so crazy. We, we actually had to go all the way to California and we we bought a, a pretty large supply of glass bottles that will allow us to cook um, and produce two batches of each of the, the the different flavors. And and we put those those glass bottles into storage. We've used about half of them now. And the the next half will come with the next batch in early next year. Wow, you know it, it's it's and that's that's great. And obviously, she also has a love for hot sauce. Exactly. But, <laughs> but it, it it's crazy to think where it is right now with everything, with the supply and demand, not only in the automotive industry and for dealers yep. and to to get cars on their lots and it's everything right now. And it's just wow, it's it's crazy. It, like it's five ounce glass bottles. Like who would have thought? You, 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 would know, ne- like, you would never think this. You would never think this. They were so readily available um, at the beginning of this year when we started to, to you know, experiment with the bottling process. And you could buy them everywhere. And, and now it's, it's very, very difficult to, to obtain the bottles. And you, know, you also have labor shortages. We had to, we had to make a last minute uh, production change. We, we moved from one place to a different production facility. Um, simply because the first place uh, uh, delayed us due due to labor issues, due to having a shortage in labor. Yeah, there's that too. You know, there, you see help wanted signs everywhere. It's yep. just in- so we ended up uh, we ended up actually cooking it ourselves. We went to what they call a commercial kitchen, um, and uh, my partner and so I. So hands on, very hands on. We know exactly what it takes in a, in a large production scale to to do it ourselves, which which makes it that much more authentic. And when I say large scale, I'm talking about um, it's still really a, a small batch hot sauce. We're getting about 500 to 600 bottles out of out of each um, out of each cooking process for each flavor. Oh wow, that's cool. So, but uh, let me ask you this: Do you have a distributor? I mean, it isn't you and your partner shipping them out, right? We are not. We are not. What we did was, um, you know, and this is where the where my background came in uh, together with hers. We we set this up as a as a viable business that that has the opportunity to scale. Um, so from the very beginning, we figured. You know this this has potential, and so we we found a fulfillment center, uh, a warehouse um, that that's able to then pick and pack and ship the the hot sauce. Um, we're learning a lot about logistics. We're lo- learning a lot about warehouses um, in in this process, down to the to the details. And um, you know we 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 scaled um, to the point that. Uh, we, we've got international barcodes, for example, on the products that oh, allows nice. us then to export at some point in the future without having to change the packaging. We're, we're all set for export, something that we're considering for 2022. Well, that's good because, you know, that would be a huge pain in the ass if you had to change all the labels. Not very conducive to streamlining the process. <laughs> no, exactly. It, so it's, it's been it's been a lot of fun. It's, it's been a super learning experience. And, and one of the, the benefits for, for me, and this ties back... Um, into the synergy with with Shiftgate Consulting is, you know, some of my clients are are small startups, and they they were looking at me with suspicion, saying this this guy has only corporate experience. You know, what does he know about um, about a startup? What does he know about bootstrapping? Well, now I know. I, I know that you have to do everything right, everything yeah. from the fun stuff all the way down to things which are which are less fun and and are pretty you know tedious and, and menial. Um, yeah, it's 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 a it's a great learning process, and and now I can understand also from the mindset how, how those startups are thinking and, and what they're going through as they go through government, um, you know, uh, approvals for for different, um, you know, d- different types of safety requirements and and so on. I've I've done that now with food, with you know, with the state yeah. of New York, which is even harder. 
which which is i would say it's it, it definitely rivals the automobile or just this, yeah because you know it's this, so many regulations when it comes to food and stuff yes uh and I, I get what you're saying i mean you know doing everything yourself you know obviously on a smaller end but for me personally you know uh, my background like i said is I'm an, I'm an entertainer so if i produce a show i pretty much have to do everything not only am i performing but i got to do everything from the marketing and the designing and all this stuff that isn't as fun but there's a bigger goal and right. you know, you learn a lot going through all that stuff. You uh, so basically, basically what you're doing with, um, with left lane pepper company, which by the way, I would like to, I would like to taste. I'm gonna have to go to the website and check that out. Yeah, please I, I do. Love, please do. I, I, love, I love hot sauce. Um, so shift gate consulting, left lane pepper company, uh, does shift gate consulting have a website? Is there something where people can go to check that out? It, it does exist. Um, to, to be very frank, I, I don't use it so much because most of my client engagements, they contact me directly. It's, it's mm-hmm. not so much an advertised business. by, by Gotcha. Us. But, but there is something. It's, it's, it is called shiftgate.consulting. Oh, okay. Shiftgate.consulting. Um, yeah. But uh, it's, it, I don't, uh, mo- most of my engagements are, are coming, uh, frankly, from, from my past. Um, people yeah. that know me and know my reputation and my thoroughness and and uh, my, my ability to, to, to learn and bridge different cultures. Um, those are the ones that are coming, which is why I have uh, quite a number of, of different international consulting projects. Yeah, that's great. I mean, congratulations, you know, especially because you have all that experience in the automotive industry, you're bilingual, and you know, it's all helped you out in your 30-year career. You've been with big brands, Volvo, Mercedes, Daimler, and you know, now you're embarking on a new venture called Left Lane Pepper Company, which is marrying the automotive and hot sauce. So that's pretty cool. John Steck, really appreciate you coming on Dealer News today. Anything you'd like to add before we get going? No, I, I just would love to um, invite everybody to visit us at leftlanepeppercompany.com and, and try to place your orders before December 15th. That's the cutoff period to make sure that you get them in time for Christmas. There you go. Yeah. Give some uh, hot sauce for a Christmas gift. Great stocking stuffers, I, I always say. Fantastic ones. Thank you. <laughs> And and also, you know, I think John and I both think if you haven't learned manual, try to learn manual. Uh, this this is a prerequisite. <laughs> my, I'm proud to say that both of my kids drive manuals. Ah, there you go. Yeah, that's good. Because a lot of kids nowadays, you know, and that sounds old saying, oh, a lot of kids nowadays. But, you know, they some don't drive at all, let alone learn manuals. So it's pretty cool when, you know, you 17 or 18 year old can drive a manual. Exactly. She, my, my daughter gets a lot of respect when she brings the car to the shop. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, she could drive manual. We ain't pulling the wool over her eyes at all. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> John, thank you so much. I do appreciate it. Great. Thank you, Derek, for having me on. You got it. John Steck, everybody, entrepreneur, works internationally in the automotive industry with Shiftgate Consulting and is co-owner of Left Lane Pepper Company, which you can check out at leftlanepeppercompany.com. That'll do it for this episode of Dealer News Today. Follow us on Instagram at Dealer News Today. And of course, head over to dealernewstoday.com. I'm your host, Derek D, DerekD.com for more on me. But I appreciate you listening to DNT. Until next time, this is Dealer News Today. Bye, folks.